you know, back in the day, if the if if this vegetable and fruit was available because it was in season, we would eat it and then we wouldn't see it again. Mm-hmm. Now, if we like strawberries or, or tomatoes, we'll just go to the greenhouse and buy them all year round every day and overeat them. And then you're creating this stress on your digestive system mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. We're seeing things like leaky gut and, and just lots of things that if you had a sore on your arm, a, a mosquito bite, and you kept picking at it and picking at it, it's never going to heal. Same thing if you're having digestive issues and or leaky gut or you know, badly absorbing nutrients and you just keep putting that food on it over and over and over again, it never has chance to, to heal itself. So yeah. you're giving your body a chance to heal by doing that. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Welcome to the show, Rita, for part two. I'm so excited to chat with you again. How are you? You look beautiful as always. I'm good. You too. We finally met for the very first time a couple of weeks ago at the strong workout shoot. And like, I couldn't believe that that was actually our first time meeting I know. Each other in person. Cause it feels like I've known you forever. Agreed. I was like, what this, uh, it, maybe we have met before, like in some competition or fitness show and like briefly, maybe. Knows, right? yeah. 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 But, and, and now you are a regular contributor to strong. You're going to have your wellness column in every single issue, starting with the issue in July. It's Mm -hmm. going to be on shelves the first week of July guys. And what is your first article about? I actually wrote one in the last article. It was about uh, overtraining with HIIT. Um, And so this upcoming issue is all about inflammation and steps on how to combat it because it's actually the new buzzword, a lot of people are using mm-hmm. this, oh, it's anti-inflammatory workouts, anti-inflammatory foods, because when you have systemic inflammation throughout your body, no matter how clean you eat, no matter how much exercise you do, you're always going to have that inflamed look, which is, you know, your body fighting against itself. Yeah. Uh, essentially, it's like an autoimmune disease. So really easy steps that I've uh, talked about. I talked about what it is and easy steps on how to combat it. Amazing. So this will yeah. be your second, your second correct. column in the next coming yeah. issue, yeah. which is super, super exciting. And correct me if you're correct me if I'm wrong, but you are like in the best shape now in your forties than you've ever been. Like, I'm just looking at your shoulders. Like I saw you, I saw you like crush three workouts <laughs> on video a couple of weeks ago. And wow. Like, like how? <laughs> yeah. I have never felt better. You know, I really haven't. I think along the way of this fitness journey, it started about like, I just want to be skinny. And I did anything in the books. And you and I have shared that in the past that we both struggled with that. I would do anything in the past just to be skinny. It was never about 
what the repercussions of my actions were. I didn't think long and hard about, I didn't care. You mm-hmm. know, it was like making a pact with the devil. And now my whole mindset has shifted. I think, you know, we, we talked about my struggles with cancer and melanoma before. And I think just putting everything into perspective, like I'm not going to be on this earth. Like I'm, I'm almost at the halfway mark if I haven't mm-hmm. passed it already. So it's like, no, I want to be here. So my focus and shift has changed to, you know, being strong, being fit, being energetic, getting my sleep in, mm-hmm. um, lowering alcohol, even though I really enjoy my wine, it's just not worth it anymore to yeah. like the day to day kind of thing. So I think my, it's not about being skinny at all fit or looking good in my jeans or in a dress has been a really great byproduct mm-hmm. of shifting my focus now to health and sustainability instead of the other it. way around. Yeah. 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 I can speak to to that as well. Like I'm entering my forties in August and I feel like the two words I'm going to use is peak performance. Like I want to be in my absolute best in every single vertical of my life. And yeah, if it has to do with, you know, cutting out the extra wine, it's, it's, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it because every day you deserve to be your best version of yourself. 100%. And we're going to talk about something really specific today. It's kind of like, it's been the buzz for over a couple of years now. And that is intermittent fasting, IF, people like to, to, people like to call it. Um, and you wrote a chapter specifically on fasting in your book, The 12-Week Health Revolution, which is available in Sweden and you're getting it over here soon. We're, we're hoping, that's the okay. plan. It's actually available in Sweden and Denmark right now. Okay, um, awesome. Or, or Norway, sorry, I'm, I'm so bad with those countries. Um, it's Sweden <laughs> and Norway mm-hmm. and soon Lithuania and then hopefully the UK, Canada, the US. So we're, yeah, it's in the works. Amazing. Stay tuned. Yeah. Amazing. And this, and fasting is something that you've used in your lifestyle or you're currently using. And I use it here and there. Like I'm, I'm more of like an, like intuitive faster, you know, I don't, I don't do it every day, but I really want to dive deep in your perspective of fasting. And first wanted to ask you, what is the purpose of fasting? Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you if you fasted, so I'm glad you brought that up, but Mm -hmm. I, the purpose of fasting really is to give your body a rest Mm -hmm. and especially, you know, in our current day society, we're trying to burn the candle at both ends. We're trying to get everything done. We're getting in our workouts. We're staying up late to finish the side hustle. We're looking after the kids who want to get our work at dinner. And so our eating window, which we've always had, we've always had an eating window and a fasting window. That's just part of human nature, unless you're getting up at, you know, 2 a.m. and setting your alarm and eating food. It's, it's really expanded to that there's no more rules. Like, you know, my parents' generation, the generation before that, they would eat dinner, everybody at the dinner table, no tablets, no TV at, at five, six o'clock right? Mm-hmm. And then that's yeah. a, that you cleared the table and nobody went to the kitchen again. Now it's like the kitchen is this revolving door with, you know, a lot of families I know didn't even sit together at the table. And it's just this constant, like, you know, Uber eats and a fridge being opened and you're hungry, go through a drive through and there's no more hours, rhymes or reasons or meals. So what's happened is your body's continually and constantly being inundated with food and food and food. It doesn't get a chance to reset. Essentially, um, it's just being, it's over, it's overused. It's not allowing itself to rest. It'd be like you not giving your body sleep. How do you feel after you don't give your body sleep? You feel exhausted, 
you know, in a bad mood, all of those things. Well, your digestive system deserves the same rest that you do. I love that because digestion in itself is stress on the body, right? So giving that time now, let's talk about a little bit. I'm going to talk about the benefits. I want you to talk about the benefits, but let's talk about like what a typical fasting, like what typical fasting hours are. Cause there's, there's different hours. There's different eating windows. What do you recommend? What do you do? And what do you recommend people start off with? Yeah. There's so there's so many ways to fast. There's people who do uh, once a week, 24 hour fast or once a month, 24 hour fast. Mm-hmm. I started doing that years ago, but as a punishment, because, you know, when I was competing and over dieting, I would binge and then I would fast on the Monday thinking that it was would help the the binging, right? It was like, Mm -hmm. I was making up for, and you can't make up for lost sleep. You also can't make up for overeating food. You've already done the havoc. It's you, 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 you've done it. And Mm -hmm. using a method like intermittent fasting or fasting as a punishment method is not the right mindset. Mm -hmm. So it is definitely not punitive. It's, it's, it's a, it's a logical, um, formula that you follow and that you enjoy. So a, it's not for everybody. And B, it's definitely not for people who have any type of eating disorder or mentality because mm. it's going to create that, 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 that vibe. But you didn't ask me about that. You asked me about the hours. So as I said, it could be once a week, 24 hours. Intermittent fasting is typically a daily fast where you choose how many hours you fast and how many hours you eat. And you stick to that consistently in the same hours. It doesn't matter if it starts at 9 a.m. your eating window and ends at 5 or if it mine goes from 12 to eight. So I eat between the hours of 12 and 8 PM. It works well for me and my lifestyle. And one isn't better than another, just whatever works best for you. So I typically fast for those other 8 PM till 12 noon, which is 16 hours. So 16 hour fast every day an eight hour eating window every day. Mm-hmm. Um, some men, and I wouldn't suggest this for women might push that to a 20 hour fast and a four hour eating window. Uh, some people might even do less than I do and do a 14, 10. So if you have 24 hours a day, it's just trying to figure out. And typically you'd want to fast slightly more than you're, than you're eating. But even if you wanted to do a 12, 12, that's a really kind of vanilla way to start yep. kind of like get your feet wet into fasting. It's just setting up your day really in a structured way. It's, 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 a, it's a loose guideline. Um, but it, but, but it helps because you are giving your body those 12 hours of digestion. And that's a minimum in my opinion. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. That 12 mm-hmm. is a, it's a good way to start. And if you're feeling like you could push it a really great, easy tool I've given my clients to start, if they find it overwhelming is just to push breakfast an hour and push dinner back an hour. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that's, you gain two hours of amazing digestion and rest and reset for your body. Like, do you mean push your dinner hour forward a little right, bit? Like right. So, so yeah. earlier. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if so you're, you're used to eating at seven, eat at even six 30. And if you're mm-hmm. used to eating breakfast at 7am, push it to eight, you know, have a couple yeah. of glasses of water. I've also found I drink way more water because I'm drinking a lot of water during my fasted windows mm-hmm. just to kind of, you know, keep do something yeah. oral fixation, <laughs> yeah. do something. Right. So so that's that. Now, do you have the black coffee or will you have some fat in your coffee? Do you even drink coffee? Like, you know how they say that you can drink coffee during the fasting window. How do you yeah. set up that? So I think hard, hard, hardcore fasters, like what a true fast is. I'm mm-hmm. not even sure they allow water. I'm not sure about the exact details. It doesn't interest me. 
I just do what works for me over the years. I always experiment on myself and then see what works with my clients. So I personally had tried doing it for about two months with just black coffee. Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't functioning well. I was you yeah. know, tired, lethargic and all of those things. So I started doing a, like a fat fueled coffee. I just put a tablespoon of coconut. I've, I've, I've experimented with MCT oils and butters and I like coconut oil. I like the taste. I like the way it makes my, my coffee kind of frothy. And, and so I have one of those every morning during my fasted state. And I feel like my cognitive function, my work gets done. I have energy. So it works well for me. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And do you work out during your fasting hour, your fasting I, hours? I do. I do, which is like counterintuitive in some ways. And a lot of people are like, oh, you can't build muscle if you're fasting. Well, I think I'm proving that I, I can. Yes. And yeah. I have been, I have been fasting, I might add for about eight or nine years. I have not had breakfast. And I'm telling you, sometimes I have nightmares that we go to a buffet and I'm starting to eat breakfast. And then I'm like, oh no, I'm supposed to be fasting. I almost have nightmares about it. I have not had breakfast in like 12 years. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, um, what was I saying? Uh, I, I do work out fasted. It yeah. works well for me. It, it, there's a transitional period. So anybody listening right now is thinking about, you know, delving into it or trying it out. There will be a good six week transitional period where your body is going to have to get used to this change. So you won't feel amazing right away. But then mm -hmm. if you just push through it and get through that four to six week transitional period, for me, I couldn't work out with food in me anymore. Like I've tried to mm -hmm. work out in an afternoon way, like after I've started eating and I feel so kind of heavy and lethargic. I feel like that fat fueled coffee in the morning, my branch chain amino acids, a couple supplements and I rock my workout. So yeah, I, I do. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. I find that, um, I, I was the same as you where it does, it, it, it takes a little bit to get used to, but I found that when I, um, introduces introduce some electrolytes during my workout. It really helped. And then also having some fat in my coffee, I'll do like a coffee cream, um, like a full fat coffee cream in my coffee in the morning. And I find that really helps. And there's been studies recently that we've put so much focus on what you eat before and after a workout. It, it really, what really truly matters is that you're hitting your macronutrients within sure the thing. day and the week. Yeah. So 100%. that's probably... Yeah. Um, now, what are some of the benefits of fasting? Like when you talk to your clients about it, what, how would you run them through some of the benefits that they will experience when they start fasting? Well, there's the like science jargon that you can read, like it increases your human growth hormone, which is your fountain of youth. It helps with autophagy, which just means the cellular turnover. But even though you may know those facts, you won't stick to it if you're not feeling great and not seeing results yourself, right? So that's great on a piece of paper and they can hear that from me, but I start telling them about their energy, about for me specifically, I the minute I ate breakfast and I came from old school bodybuilding meal plans back in the day. So it was like, <laughs> you got to wake up and start eating or your muscles start atrophying and you need, and, and it was like, you have to eat every two hours or something, yeah. you know, you know, you know, you've yeah. been there. Yeah. And so I had been so brainwashed by that, that literally mm -hmm. I would wake up and I was starving. I couldn't even talk to anybody to like run to the fridge and make a protein pancake. And within two hours, I was starving again, like I'd never eaten. I didn't know how to regulate my hunger hormone. And a lot of people mm -hmm. don't. They really don't. They don't know what it is to feel hunger, to suppress hunger. And I think it's an important thing. I'm not telling people to starve. So please don't misinterpret my words. 
but getting to listen to your body. I love how you said at the beginning, you're an intuitive faster. So you probably listen to your body and say, you know what? I don't need this right now. I can push mm-hmm. this a little longer. That's an important thing to learn. Not everybody may be in the position right now in their journey to learn that, but you know, feeling hunger and, and saying, is this hunger? Is this thirst? Is this boredom? Like, what is this? Asking your body those questions is very important. I find that by that fasting has allowed me to just reconnect with my body and understand hunger. And it sounds counterintuitive, but the more you push your eating window, the less hungry you are. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Have you found that? Like when you start fasting? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was actually going to jump in there really quickly because those bodybuilding diets teach you how to eat. Like you should be eating every two to three hours. You're actually spiking your sugar, your glucose levels. And that's hunger. That's hunger as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're spiking and then it's coming back down and then you're hungry. So you're like, you're training your body for those glucose spikes all day long. And of course you're going to be hungrier Mm -hmm. doing it that way. And you're not giving your body that break, Mm -hmm. right. That digest, that the digesting break. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's, it's true. Hey, I'm going to interrupt the show because I have to share one of my most favorite pieces of home equipment slash travel equipment. And if you love to work out as much as I do, then you're going to want to check out Max Pro Fitness. This is so awesome. If you're following me on IG coach underscore JVB, you will see some of the videos I posted with the MaxFit Pro. It's a full cable system that folds up into a backpack and you can legit bring it anywhere or pull it out. Like it's so easily stored. And for all my fellow strong women out there, there are 50 resistance settings from five pounds all the way up to 300 pounds at the turn of a dial. And the entire system only weighs 10 pounds. I love it so much that I have partnered with them to offer you guys $100 off your purchase. So I'm going to include the link in the show notes. Be sure to check it out and you're going to save $100 off the full cable system that folds up into a backpack. Oh my God, guys, you are going to love it. I hope you take me up on this opportunity because you are not going to be disappointed. So I say that, I say, you know, you don't feel so attached to, we used to travel and I would have Tupperwares on the car and all that. And now I know that, you know, if we're on the road for two hours, I know how to handle my hunger. Mm-hmm. You know, I know how to then eat my meal after and, and, and get all those macronutrients into my eating window. So um, controlling hunger hormones, um, feeling more youthful, feeling more energetic, healing gut issues. And I mean, gut issues are, if you haven't done a whole podcast on it, I'm sure you should, because gut issues are rampant yeah. because of the foods we're eating and the pesticides and the overeating of certain foods. Yeah. and you know, back in the day, if the if if this vegetable and fruit was available because it was in season, we would eat it and then we wouldn't see it again. Mm-hmm. Now, if we like strawberries or eggs or 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 tomatoes, we'll just go to the greenhouse and buy them all year round every day and overeat them, and then you're creating this stress on your digestive system mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. We're seeing things like leaky gut and, and just lots of things that if you had a sore on your arm, a, a mosquito bite, and you kept picking at it and picking at it, it's never going to heal. Same thing if you're having digestive issues and or leaky gut or you know badly absorbing nutrients and you just keep putting that food on it over and over and over again, it never has chance to to heal itself. So yeah. you're giving your body a chance to heal by doing that. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Now, 
who should fast? And then on the contrary, who shouldn't fast? (laughs) Who should fast? Anybody who is, has the other foundational parts of a healthy lifestyle already in place. So Mm -hmm. if you're already Mm -hmm. knowing about eating enough protein and you're, you're, you're a healthy mindset and you're working out and, you know, maybe breakfast is crazy in the morning and it's the hardest meal to get in. And you're already just going through a drive through and getting, you know, a Timmy sandwich and eating it in the car. It's that's a stress, like eating in the car is already a stress on your digestion. So maybe that person, maybe somebody who's looking, they hit a plateau and they're looking to make some body composition changes. Maybe somebody who's working shift work and works every single night and once again is eating out of a container from work. Maybe they're the person to do it. Maybe somebody like you or I who just are in the fitness world and, and, and are curious. The people who shouldn't be doing it are probably people who have diabetes and have to make sure that they're continually regulating their insulin levels and having food every so hours so that their sugars don't uh, dip. Um, anybody with a past eating disorder and would look at this more as another form of restriction mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because they're just going to see, oh, I'm only allowed to eat in these windows. Oh, that's a good opportunity to skip breakfast. And then they don't yeah. replace because I, 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 we didn't really touch upon that, but it, it's not an excuse to skip meals. Yeah. You actually yeah. have to get that breakfast, which means yeah. break fast. You have to get the breaking fast in just at a different time of day. So instead yeah. of breaking your fast at six, you break it at noon or two or, or three or whatever time it is. So you're, you're, you still have to get those nutrients in your body. If your goal is 130 grams of protein, you don't just skip 30 grams because you skipped breakfast. And I just want to make yes. that clear. Yeah, no, that's a really great point. I was going to ask because, you know, with a lot of, even a lot of my clients who come in and they are fasting and they ask if it's okay to fast, I say it's okay to fast. However, you still have to get your macronutrients in that eating window, right? Like, like you were just saying, if you have 130 grams of protein, you still have to be eating 130 grams of protein within that eating window. And if it's a lot at first, cause you know, when clients first start, it's like, oh my gosh, this is so much food because it's all whole foods, right? High volume foods. So that might be a little tricky. And in that case, we might have to extend your eating window and go from there until your hunger starts to pick up again and you find it easier to consume the meals, but you have to almost be more strategic about it. Right. And I love that you said that because there's different kinds of eaters. There's Mm -hmm. people who actually enjoy grazing, right. And they may have the lifestyle and the job they may work for. I'm a more of a grazer. I'm not a volume meal girl. Mm -hmm. So for me, the minute my window breaks at noon, I'm consistently eating like consistently to hit my macros. Um, and then you know, some people from dinner till the minute I go to bed, I'm eating because I enjoy that time. Here's the other thing. I enjoy eating with my family at night and I enjoy eating. Like I'll make a, like a little board with like turkey pieces and carrots and hummus just to hit my macros while we're watching TV because I enjoy that kind of later evening kind of eating. Yeah. I could push my window probably two to 10 even sometimes because mm-hmm. I like to go to bed with a full stomach. I, I feel I sleep better. Yeah. And before, when I was on a bodybuilding diet, I would go to bed hungry and my sleep was always affected. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is good for me. It's also good for volume meal people who actually enjoy, you know, two to three, that's it, big meals, right? Yeah. They, so fasting allows them to eat that within their eating window. Hitting your protein might be hard, but that's where you get creative by throwing, you know, egg whites into this with steak. And, you know, you're going to have to 
be more creative, as you said, in hitting those macronutrients. Now, who is, I know you mentioned who's it for, um, and then who's it not for. There's also been um, some studies on like affecting women's hormones badly. Like if somebody is doing too many fasting, like too, too much fasting hours in a row for long periods of time that it has been affecting women's hormones. Would you say that it's important for women to get their hormones checked? Um, and, and also be more in tune with their body. Like if they're, what, what are some of the maybe effects that they could be experiencing if they're over fasting? Yeah, it's, Here's the thing, you know, like if you look at a ketogenic diet and you're eating under 30 grams of carbs a day to get yourself into ketosis, that's a major disruptor to hormones. And that's something you're doing every single day. That's why I do recommend a fat fueled coffee. Like I'm getting a hundred grams and uh, I don't know, 20 grams of fat in my coffee. That's a lot, Mm -hmm. right? That's a, that's a, that's enough to get me going through my morning without disrupting my hormones. I can speak from a personal level that I had missed you know, my period for nine years Mm -hmm. due to my bodybuilding diet and got it back through fasting. So Mm -hmm. for me, I feel like I'm an either an anomaly to all the studies or, and and you know what, Jen, at the end of the day, you have to, like you said, there's this intuitive and introspection. And if on a piece of paper, this diet looks great, but you try it on on yourself and you're like, I can't function. I don't feel good. My hormones, I can't sleep then don't do it. It's not for you. That's why I, I really, even in the, in the book, um, we preface the chapter saying this is not for everybody. Yeah. This is another tool in the toolbox. If you wish to try to sharpen it, go ahead. And if you enjoy it, like I did, and I came on mine by accident, we were vacationing in Spain about nine years ago. And the only thing they have for breakfast in Spain is a baguette smeared with uh, tomatoes, olive oil, and, and, and prosciutto or jamón. And sure, it's amazing, but I was really big into bodybuilding at that time. And I was like, there's no way I'm eating this half of a baguette for breakfast. So I would just intuitively skip breakfast and have a black coffee. But then during the day, I would have like paella, fish. I drank a lot of wine at that time. And I came back smaller after four weeks of Spain. I'm like, it must be this thing that I'm doing. And I just kind of continued. So for me, I fell upon it by accident. Nobody pushed it on me. Nobody showed me facts. Nobody told me about human growth, a uh, growth hormone or how my cells are going to turn over or how I'm going to, it just, it was a natural progression for me. It felt good. And I felt good. Yeah. If you don't feel good after trying this and giving it a fair chance of four to six weeks, then by all means, maybe lengthen your eating window, you know, mm-hmm. uh, try different ways. Maybe try one day fast a week, like a Sunday. I know a lot of people will fast on a Sunday to get their body, pre- like, there's so many things you can try, um, but it, it may not be for everybody. So I just, I want to put that out there. I've, I've really heard a lot about the hormones and I know there's a lot of people who use that as their niche selling their products, like never fast, never fast. Um, but I, I think, you know, it's an ancient old, not even technique lifestyle that people have been using with lots of uh, success for, yeah. for centuries, right? Totally. And, and what you said is like, tune into your body, tune into your body and ask yourself, how are you feeling on this? I mean, we're, we're in this world of so much data. We have all these trackers. I mean, 
you just really like, I'm, I'm, I'm just about like, just listening to myself. How do I feel today? What did I do today? And kind of check in with yourself that way. Like, I know if I train a heavy leg day, I know the next morning I'm going to be starving and I won't fast that long. I'll have my breakfast at like 10 instead of, you know, 11 or 12, because I'm hungry and I'm not going to deny myself the hunger because I know how many calories I burned the day before with, with leg day. Right. So, and that's what I mean with intuitive, intuitive fasting. Fasting. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I typically will do like four times a week. And then the other three days, um, I'll, I'll stretch out my eating window a little, a little longer, but this has been amazing. And do you get all of your clients to fast Rita or are you, it's, it's an individual thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And we, we rarely start there, even if we get there, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like, I want to ensure that everything else it's, it's almost like supplements. Like I have people reach out. They're like, what supplement should I take? I said, well, let's, before we talk about supplements, how many hours are you sleeping? What kind of workouts are you doing? What kind of food are you eating? How many grams of protein are you ingesting? How many grams of carbs are you ingesting? Then we can talk supplements. You know, if you look at health as being a chair with four legs, you know, one of them being sleep and rest, one of them being nutrition, one of them being movement, and the other one being tricks and trades and supplements and all the like extras, that's the one that you want to like put in last. You can definitely build an amazing physique have a healthy lifestyle without fasting, even without supplements, to be honest, those are great things to help. A, if you have an ailment, like uh, something that needs fixing, Mm -hmm. or B, if you're at that next level, like it took me forever to even use a protein powder. I, I I was working out and and building muscle and doing everything by eating whole foods. And then I was like, I I need to add my protein. This is an easy way. Mm -hmm. But I remember reading five different packages thinking it was like steroids or, you know, this is back. (laughs) This is about back in the day, (laughs) 18 years ago. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, not that, but 15 years ago. And I remember being, oh my gosh, like, is this that stuff that bodybuilders take? Like, it's not. So I would, I would encourage everybody listening. If, if you're at a level in your fitness where you've, you've done everything, you have the foundational parts down, give it a try. If you've always, you know, wonder, don't, don't listen to the hype about it's bad or it's restrictive or, and if you don't feel good after a while, then, then stop. And if you do feel good, I'm sure you'll be happy that you even tried. Right. I love it. Yeah. And food, yeah. I always say food first, like let's do the food first. Let's get your nutrients from the food first. And then we can look into supplementation 100%. after blood work or, you know, after, you know, you tune into yourself and if you're still lacking in certain areas, then we fill in the gaps there. Yeah. 100%. Well, this has been amazing, Rita. Is there anything else that you would want to let us know about fasting or maybe somebody that, you know, is kind of on the fence? What would you let, what would you, how would you tell them to start? Yeah, I would just say, don't overthink it. You know, I have people who ask me if they can have flavored teas or bone broths. And that's a really kind of easy way to to work into this. You know, you're going to look at extreme fasting. I don't think you can have water or you can make this work for you. You know, if you want to have your supplements and your BCAAs and your bone broth even and some clear teas throughout the morning and just push your breakfast. And then once again at night, uh, you know, eat a half an hour earlier give it a try, see how you feel, see how your energy is, how your sleep is, you know, keep a diary. I always say tangible evidence is the best, mm-hmm. you know, and not, not just a scale because the scale doesn't show any, everything. How's your sleep? How's your sex drive? How's your, 
energy and your focus and how are all those things? And, you know, bringing it back to the beginning, you said to me, you know, you're 42, you, you're feeling and looking better than you, than you have. And I think a, a big, a big portion of that is introducing fasting about eight years ago. It is mm-hmm. just, it's helped me in so many ways. And I've never felt, you know, more sharp on the ball and, 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 and ready to roll. So I would, I would attribute some of that obviously to fasting. So yeah. Thank you so much, Rita. And besides your column in every issue of Strong, where can everybody find you yeah. and follow you and connect with you? Well, uh, just on Instagram. I'm there every day, all day. Hi, <laughs> Rita Catalino. Uh, I am redoing my website. It should be launching in a couple of weeks, but it's just ritacatalino.com. And if you go to my Instagram, I am giving away a free nutrition guide right now called the Beautiful Body Foundation. And it is just, uh, it's linked in my Instagram so they can go there. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much, Rita. And I'm going to link your show, your first show with me in the comments below. So people can tune into your story and just get to know you better. And again, this has been so amazing. I cannot wait to see you this weekend. I know. I'll see you this weekend. (laughs) We will not be fasting. We'll be feeding. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe some wine too. (laughs) Maybe. Thanks so much, Rita. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend, or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barnabelle Pay. Take care and stay strong.